Episode 66. We had a deal, Mayor. You told me this town would be the perfect place for one of our fulfillment centers. And it has been. It gave so many people jobs, and I'm not really sure why everyone is so... Disgruntled. Dissatisfied. Unamused. Would you like to know why Amazon is so successful? Because the customer is all that matters. Now orders are going unfulfilled all over the state of Colorado. That makes us look very bad. It makes you look very bad. Perhaps you should no longer be a Prime member. you now Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett amateurs can fucking suck it fuck their wives drink their blood come on Jeff get him good evening don't run me fans I'm Asus the man on the other side of the mic is EC EC happy belated birthday my friend yes thank you sir reached the big 4-0 mark made it this far don't see why I should stop but uh, yeah, thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. Had a great uh, birthday week, thanks to the wife, and uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself. So thank you. It was good How seeing you. How does it feel? Some- I mean, does it feel waking up different when you reach the milestone of four zero, like it did three zero, and then like it did? And when you're twenty, I mean, God, you're young and virile. But now, when you get forty, I mean, does it? Did your bones creak at night? They've been creaking for years. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, or what? But uh, no, it's it's uh, it's it's the same feeling. You know, I think you get to the point, a certain age, where you don't want anything anymore. So mm. when you get stuff, you're like, that's fine, but you don't really ask for anything. So it's kind of that deal. You know how dads are. We don't really ask for a whole lot, other yeah. than some peace and quiet and, and a sandwich and some other things I can't talk about on this podcast. But. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's for me. It, it, it you know it's another birthday, which I appreciate. You know, being around friends and family, but um, you know, for the most part, another another beautiful day in paradise, and you just keep it pushing. You know why dads don't want anything on Father's Day or their birthday? It's because more than likely they're the ones going to be cooking on the grill outside and making all the shit and cleaning up after everyone, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a fact, right? It is. It is. And one of the that's best, one of the best comedian, uh, one of the best comedian, um, not comedian, this was a set, whatever segment of a, one of the, when I heard a comedian say that Father's Day is like the 26th celebrated holiday out of the year. It's like, we come, you know, we, you know, we come behind ghouls and goblins and, you know, <laughs> Halloween's more celebrated than Father's Day because nobody gives a shit about Father's Day. And, you know, obviously with dad's birthday too, I'm the same way. I just rather just have it cool, quiet. Hey, if my wife let me, if she lets me go play golf, hey, I'm fine. But we've been off for two weeks, EC. We've been off for a very, uh, you had vacation, I had vacation. I had a great vacation. I mean, I played uh, three courses in the hill country, um, play some golf and obviously watch the Euros. I mean, you've been traveling over all of the South United States. You went to Florida, you went to 
you know, uh, North Carolina. So we're back. We're back, right? We could say that hopefully, hopefully we're back on a consistent basis. We're not going to be off. I think we. It's been what since the last week of June since we've been on. So hopefully we can um, get to more of a consistent basis and for the fans, for y'all. And but hey, guys, hey, we need help. We need a break too. I mean, I know, I know, I promised uh, some content on the social media and stuff like that, but uh, you know, just uh, when I'm off, I'm off. Easy, right? My wife, did, you know, just, no, just yeah, you know, I mean, I don't have time to be getting on on, on the book face and and uh, the Twitters and all that stuff. So, I mean, hey, you know, just, just have time for that. But you no, know, we're gearing up for the season, guys. So we have preseason already kicking off. We have the transfer window, so it's going to start heating up. God, it's starting to heat up, you see, and we'll talk about that later. Um, and we have the the start of the new season. The new kits are out, and they look. I think they look fly. And we're gonna talk about that later uh, as well. The new kits. I know there's been some uh, debate about that, but the new kit is something that I like. Um, but hey, uh, let's get a let's get a recap of the Euro ZC. Since the last time we talked, I know I kept rubbing in everybody's face. Up until the finals, sir. I was six and zero. My predictions, sir. And I think after 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 uh, the quarterfinals, I think you were one and three. So I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna rub. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, just rub it in too bad. But you know, but I had England over. Remember, I said I told you I was gonna pick. Go with my heart over my head because I knew. I knew. I, I said the. I t- I said the finals gonna be Italy and, and England. And I had a hard time picking England over Italy because the way Italy's playing. Hey, got to give it to the Italians. Um, they came out second half, they locked it down, and then they finished in 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 in, uh, in PKs. And and we could talk about we could talk about the final. I mean, it's it's been much. It's been highly debated with the the Euro final. And I wanted to get your opinion because I really have not talked to you since then. Um, the since the Euro final, what do you? I know at the beginning of the tournament you had your opinion about Gareth Southgate, but Gareth Southgate got his team to the final. He got his team within striking distance to win the final. I came on. I think um, I was on the solo pod after that, and I was quite. I did question Gareth Southgate through the group stages uh, because of the, his style of play. But then he proved me wrong, you know, with the the the, you know, the way he played in the quarterfinals and then the semis and then obviously the final. Your opinion about how England finished and is does it ring true to your initial prediction of Gareth Southgate not getting the job done? Or was it the players, the English players, living up to the hype, living over the hype? I mean, because this whole it's coming home, it's coming home playing on, you know, English soil, was it the players' fault or was it Gareth Southgate's fault um, on what happened on the last match? Oh, definitely Southgate. And I, and I, like I said before, and, I, and I'll continue to say it again, the, the guy, he figures out how to puke down his leg. He figures <laughs> out how to make sure he that... pissed down his leg or puke down his leg? It's two totally different things. <laughs> I've never I puked just, down my leg. 
Oh, I've, I've had some bad nights, I guess, some college <laughs> nights. <laughs> so he, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a scrub, right? Yeah. I, I did, I just don't believe he's the guy that's going to get them over the line. Um, will he probably be the manager for the World Cup? More than likely, it just doesn't make sense to to let someone go uh, a year before a big tournament. Yeah. But if it's me and I had to pick again, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, this was a home. Let's not get this twisted. This was a home tournament. This was this was basically a home tournament for these guys to go out in front of their fans who hadn't been there in a while and they didn't get it done again. So, no, I don't blame the players. You know, you've got Jack Grealish on your bench primarily for the majority of most games. He comes on, changes the game every time, yet you don't start him. That's coaching. Um, you're up one nothing in a final you put your foot on the brake instead of putting your foot on the gas, Italy comes forward. That's coaching. So I, you know, I don't, when it comes to PKs, clearly there's nothing Sir Gareth Southgate can do. There's really nothing a keeper can do other than guess. So I'm not putting that on Gareth, but I just feel like this tournament was set up for him to absolutely a slam dunk. And I knew it. I knew it before it started. There's no way I in the final, up one nothing. I looked at my wife. We we're looking at it as I, as we were driving down the road. I'm thinking, there's no way he will figure out how to screw this up and then try to turn it around and get a dub. And they didn't. So, um, you know, yeah, he they they got through the group stages and they got to that final, but they've got all the players to win the whole thing. Like there's <laughs> there's players on the bench in Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford, mm-hmm. Jack Grealish, riding the pine. So no, I, I you know I'm not I, I'm I'm not giving him any kind of break. Um, you know I'm not saying again that he's a horrible manager, but um, th- it, it didn't shock me at all. It didn't shock me at all, and you know it's unfortunate for those guys. I'm not English, so I could care less. I would say overall the tournament was great, not good. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as far as as far as Gareth Southgate Southgate goes. Um, I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to be able to get it done. But they've got a year, and he'll be right back at it uh, in Qatar. So we'll we'll get another shot at it. I'm assuming. I don't think they'll let him go. No, I don't think they'll let him go. I mean, he's got he's got him to what a semi in the last World Cup. Now a final in this Euro. So we have a. I mean, the tournament's just right around the corner. I mean, basically, um, the next tournament, uh, the the World Cup, where I. Because I know you and I had a, you know, when we talked about it, prior to the tournament, we, we made our picks. I thought Gareth Southgate's defensive-minded, you know, um, approach was fitting. Because you look at past World Cups, past Euros, um, everybody wants to play expanded and open, you know, like their club teams. And it doesn't happen. I mean, it really doesn't happen. Um Portugal in 16. I mean, damn, the, the Germany, the Germany, uh, Argentine final came with an extra time. Goats that hits, hits it, right? Um, I mean, I mean, international play is very conservative. So, it can be. I mean, look at Germany and Brazil. No, it is. It is conservative. It is conservative. It is, but there's times where you've seen clubs like Brazil get blown out by Germany because they have the attacking talent to do it. So 
I understand what you're saying completely. It doesn't match your club. I agree with you. No, no, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we, we, I mean, I didn't want to bring it up, but the the the, the Copa America, right? With Argentine and Ar- the Argentina has the best player in the world. You know, the goal scoring, the the god uh, that is Lionel Messi, and the te- the Argentine team that has so much talent in the Brazilian team with so much flair, so much flash. I mean, you look at that, that final and what did it give you? It was a defensive game, right? It went down. I mean, it went down to the wire and it's just, it's just things like that. When you come to, that's why I don't rate international play with, when it comes to players and when it comes to players, I don't rate international play because it's just, you you get a group of players for so like a so limited you know time period, and you expect them to play like they do with their clubs, have the cohesiveness and stuff like that. So I mean, again, I'm not you know I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to um what do you call it distance excuses? Sounds like you're making excuses. I'm making excuses for Gareth Southgate because again I don't. I'd rather see a Champions League final than a World Cup final, in my opinion. And I've always said that because the fact of the style of play, you know that players have played together for an extended period of time. They know each other. Instead of the World Cup, it's just, okay, yeah, you get a group of players. I mean, fuck, I mean, Croatia, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, you know, I, I just don't rate the World Cup. Let's put it that way. And I know, you know, I know everybody else does, but whatever. Um but for Gareth Southgate, the final I do. When he pulled out Karen Trippia, I, I was pissed. Because the Karen Trippia, when he was going forward in that 3-5, what, 3-5-3, three, three, what is it, you know, he was he, he was doing damage on his side. When he will go back to a 4-4-3 four, four, three, or 4-3-3, three, three, um, and you bring in Saka when he took out Trippia, I thought it slowed the game down. First mistake in Gareth Southgate, in my opinion. Second mistake is waiting second and third and whatever mistake. I mean, the one that really cost him the game. Um, well, it's going to be second and third. It's going to be one mistake. And the fourth is going to be another. First of all, you're going to bring Mark Rashford and Jane Sancho in cold as hell. Um, right before penalty PKs, right? Um, Marcus Rashford, first of all, should have been on the team. Well, I mean, he, he was injured, you see. He's going to be out for 12 weeks. I mean, it, it he shouldn't have been on the team, period. Grealish came on too late, my opinion. Sancho should have came on a lot earlier for, um, you know, for Declan Rice. I think Kevin Phillips was was doing well. Uh, I think Sancho, if you're going to expand, you're going to expand. I don't think Saka should have been coming up. It should have came on. It could have. It should have been Sancho. Um, it's a substitutions. But yet you bring two of the players that are going to take a penalty kick, you bring them on two minutes before before you have to take a penalty. Are they cold as hell? That's where you made the mistakes. I don't think, again, I don't think Karen Trippier should have been taken off, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just stuff like that. And it, it, there's there's no need for it. If, it again, 
if Jack Grealish and everyone knows he's coming on and he's changing the game, why don't you just start him? If you if you know Sancho's healthy, you know, give, give him a run. Let him let him at least develop into yeah. the game. And I think, again, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. A lot of times in finals, it's difficult to just bust it open and make it this expansive game. However, I feel like he has the players to do that. I feel like Sterling was in great form. Kane hit fire. You saw you saw it in the, in the quarterfinals when he started when he started Sancho, and then and then he went. You reverted back to starting Saka in the semis, and it was what one nil. You know, it was one. It was yeah. one two to one. Yeah, that's was, what. That's, it's just, that's that, what I mean. Yeah. I just feel like he out coached himself. He's he's had a track record. He's coached it at Middlesbrough. He didn't do too much of anything there. I think he also coached at Villa. Yeah, Villa as well. So it's not like he's this is his first run at it. It's not like he's, you know, this sought out coach who, you know, these club teams are banging down his door to to get to 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 manage the club. So again, I just feel like this guy has the keys to a Ferrari and he keeps on stalling trying to get out of first gear when it's time to just put it in six and just go. Like you've got horses, put them in the game, put it to bed. Three nothing, and then you want to play defensive? Cool. Put Calvin Phillips back in there. Let him do his thing. Let him rock out in the midfield, and mm-hmm. and, and and let Harry Maguire dribble the ball back there. That's that's all well and great, but I just feel like when you've got dogs like he has at his disposal, let him go eat, and then you can put the game to bed in the first half, second half early, and then you can you can be as defensive as you want to be. Um, and I like I said, I just think that's what he does, and I think. It's unfortunate, but again, none of these guys, you know, Harry Kane will be 29-30 at the most. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is babe. They're all babies. So it's not like 2022 is the role and all these guys are, you know, yeah. ancient and can't move. So he's going to, again, have this great plethora of young players who, you know, can go out there and win him a World Cup. So... I, you know, I see them getting far in the tournament again. Do I have any faith in him? Absolutely not. Uh, United players, you see, what do you, I mean, you rate the United players? I mean, uh, Shaw, I thought he was pretty much one of the players of, I'm, I'm biased, you see. I think what Shaw has done last year, I might say he's a player of the tournament, but he, you know, he worked his ass off this, this tournament and, he was a player for England. I think he's one of the top players of England that, that showed out. Uh, Harry Maguire, where the fuck has that guy been for United? For this, you know, for the English team. I think with the, the help of John Stones next to him, um, you know, it, it, it benefited him. And, you know, he came on in, uh, injured. You know, after his injury, he came on and then, he, you know, he started. He was a stalwart in the back. Um Jane Sancho, shit. I mean, he's you know, you know, he signed for United. He hasn't been introduced, but he's a United player now. Um, when he came on, I mean, he showed some flair. He showed some passion, and then obviously Marcus Rashford. We all know he's hurt. I mean, we, I don't want to really talk about the Rashford injury thing too much, but I mean, everybody knew he's hurt. I don't think Marcus Rashford should have been you know been on the team. And I told you, I told you at the beginning of the season, the beginning of the tournament. But I think the United players, AEC, uh, I think they they showed up for the, their country. Yeah, the, we definitely represented. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Jordan Pickford was probably the best player on the England squad. Maybe yeah. Sterling right right there behind him. Sterling, but yeah. Talking about uh, you know Shaw. Luke Shaw, 
I thought he played really well throughout the tournament. Um, kind of didn't understand why he didn't start each and every game, but once he once he finally started after the group stages, uh, you could kind of see that that's his position for for quite some time. Um, and it just goes to show if he, if he didn't get that injury, you know, we might be talking about him as by far the best uh, left back in in the world. Yeah, and you see, I've I've I've, I've seen pictures about in the world. Yeah, I've seen pictures from that injury that he had happened in the Champions League. I didn't it was really, bad. Yeah, I didn't really know. I didn't really. I know it was horrible, but when you see the pictures of that injury, I understand why it took him a while to get back. And yeah, I, think I mean, you know, it's, look, his foot was almost off. Yeah, it was bad. So well, no, Harry did himself any 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 um, mistakes either. I thought he played really well. Um, Sancho played really well. He's he's definitely a United player. Um, I, they definitely drug it out. I honestly feel like it may be the T-shirt situation, whether or not they give him the seven. I think that's kind of where they're going back and forth. But um, because once that's revealed and it is the seven, um, the Internet's probably going to break. At least Twitter will um, if he if he wears that number seven shirt. So, um, no, Marcus, uh, you know, I understand why he's there. You know, this is in his backyard. This is any kid. You know, you you play basketball in your backyard. You do the five, four, three, two, one shot. This is essentially that. This is you know you being a young kid growing up in Manchester. Um, you know, wanting to play at Wembley. You know, this is this is every kid's dream. So I, I can imagine them telling him, "Hey, listen, we're gonna put you on the squad. You know, we might use you on a just in case basis, just in case came up, and uh, unfortunately he hit the post. But um, no, I, I definitely think the two months off will be good for him. You know, hopefully he gets to surgery like now um, because we've got about three weeks of you know preseason you know he misses a month four games and then you know he can come back uh, firing on all, all on all cylinders um, and I, I don't think we would really miss a beat with all of the talent that we have up front if they're used correctly so and if and if they play to their potential I should say as well I think, so I think with Marcus he's not going to get the surgery until the end of the month because he's on he's on he's on holiday right now and um and he's not going to get the surgery till at the end of the month, so that puts August and September out the window, and October. So you're looking at the end of October until he comes back. So let's hope, let's hope uh, Tony Marshall, um, you know, is not let go or actually does something, or maybe Dan James or somewhere in there. I mean, you've got so many players up there. It's like if they can't play to their potential, it's got its next man up. That's what it's got to be. Yeah. For- so, you see, what team was the biggest disappointment of the tournament? Belgium? France? I don't, I mean, every, everybody's going to say England. We'll get into, you know, we'll get into that here in a second. Uh, biggest disappointment, in your opinion? I mean, I think I said it on the last uh, pod. I mean, and, and it wasn't, we weren't done with the Euros yet. But, um, you know, I think France, uh, you know, England and them could probably fight for that. You just you just got too much talent, you know. It, it's it, it's like you said, if you're gonna put these guys together for a short amount of time, and then you throw them into the mix and tell them to, you know, get right, you're probably gonna have a better chance of winning with better players, which is why you know Italy, you know, coming together like they did was so great. But um, yeah, I, I would say England, England and France are probably fighting for that top spot of most disappointing. I mean, England, you can just say it was a backyard. I mean, it was a home tournament. Yeah, they had a clear path to the final. They didn't have as, as hard as as hard of a tournament. I mean, 
as as Belgium or or France. But I, I'm, right. I'm 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 throwing Belgium in there because this is supposed to be the Belgium golden age, you know, Belgian players. And I don't think they've won anything. They haven't won. No, no, they're not. I mean, De Bruyne, Lukaku. You know, it's just. I think. I think that's the most probably the most disappointing, in my opinion, of a team. Yes, France. I never really. Again, yes, France won the um, the World Cup, but I've never really rated France as a world power. Uh, even after the World Cup, I don't think they're cohesively. They're they're a good team, and you saw that. Um, in 2010, you saw that in 14. Um, the way in 98 they, as well, though. Huh? They won it in 98 as well. No, no, no. I'm just saying you saw that in, in the teams. After they win, they just they just crap the bed, basically, right? Or they get to the final. Yeah, no. They crap the bed. Yeah, bet. no. I think any if you don't get to the final and win it, Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to say England. Remember when England came in second place? <laughs> I think it's going to be who won the Euro in 2020. Yeah. I think that's just how it goes. So, <laughs> is the first loser or you know third loser, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Italy for turning back. Who knows? Maybe they're back to the Italy of old. I mean, they look freaking. I mean, Donnarumma. How the hell AC Milan let him go on a free to PSG? That kid. I mean, he's a kid because he's not even. What well, he barely. I mean, not even twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two. I mean, yep. Donnarumma, fucking monster in, in between those posts. Um, their generation of the, this next generation that Italy has, and uh, with Verratti, with um, Chiesi, Gelza, um, uh, even though what, what the dude that got hurt in the freaking quarterfinals, Spinol, Spinoza, right? The right, the left back. I mean, he got what he got player of the tournament. A left back, and he got hurt. You know what I mean? But because he was being a beast at that left back position, fucking bunny. I mean, I wish you know, United or or whatnot would, but Kellini and 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 Bonaduce, you know, as, as center backs would have gone for them two years ago. You know, it's just. I mean, they, they, their class, the Italian class, showed defensively, and then lo and behold, offensively. They um, they did their job, and it was, it was, it was very, it was great football to watch. Even though I was rooting for the English team. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I think ultimately, like you said, and Dunarama was um, you know, UEFA Player of the of the tournament. I thought I thought he played really well, um, but they just didn't give up. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. They had a lot of heart. You know, a lot of hunger. Their veteran guys stepped up, you know, and, and played really well out the back defensively, you know, and then ultimately at the very end when you got to have ice water in your veins, you know, all their guys did and, and England didn't. And so show, It showed. It showed in the penalty kickoffs easy. The the demeanor, right? I um, The second, the semifinal, when they went, when Italy went to PKs, right? The Kalini, the way the uh, the way Kalini was like um, joking, you know, with um, with the fuck who they went to who they play in semifinals. Um, Spain, it's Italy, Spain, they played Spain, Spain, Spain. You know, he was just having fun. He showed his class. He's, he's like, we've been here before. Even though Kalini was part of 
he didn't was not part of the 06 World Cup, but yet it was just that 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 calmness. And then you saw it. Where I was like, I called it too. I called it when um when what's his name? Belotti went up to you saw it in his face when Belotti went up to the in the PK. I was like, this guy's gonna miss it. And Pickford, you know, you know, he missed it. Then you saw Rashford's face, and I'm like, Rashford's gonna miss it. And he did. You saw the demeanor of Sancho coming up to the you know, to the ball. And I was like, oh, he's going to miss it. And he missed it. I thought Saka was going to make actually make the shot because uh, he looked very confident for a very a kid, but I mean, Donnarumma just showed his class. But let's talk about this because, th- you see, this has probably been the talk of the tournament. And the talk internationally, because of what has transpired from it, um, you have Rashford, Sancho, and Saka, all African descent players. I'm gonna say African American because they're not; they're African English. I guess I mean that's what you that's what you call it. Players that have played at this big position, this big spot, and after they miss, they've been receiving just. Smaller abuse again? Yeah, yes. I mean, I, the word, I mean, we've already talked about this. I don't know how many times you see it. It's kind of getting tiresome, right, of why we have to talk about this all the time. But these players, again, getting racial abused online by, you know, jack-offs, you know, at home that have never probably even picked up a ball or, you know, their highest form of, you know, of, of playing was, you know, fucking Little League or whatnot. They think they're the, you know, they think they're, you know, they have this this a platform where anonymously you could post um, bullshit, and these these three players are just getting freaking, uh, you know, their characters getting assassinated by these, you know, by these people. You see, and it just sucks because you know what? Two of them are United players, so that's what I mean. You know, I I know I you know, I. Uh, I said a on a on a post on a I think I'm I did actually post on Instagram uh, after the final, but I mean this this shit I mean it sucks man because I mean missing missing a PK in the final, two of our players that's gonna affect me see I think, but more so what sucks is like Marcus Rashford fighting doing what he's doing for you know you know. Pa- you know, the hunger in the, in the UK, and then he's getting beat up on fucking social media because the color of his skin. It should not ever happen. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it paints a picture of England as, as the whole country's, you know, racist. We know it's not the case, obviously, with the mural being defaced. And then, you know, the next couple of days later, it's, you know, covered in well wishes and, you know, it's repainted and redone. So, it's unfortunate. I mean, before our preseason game against Derby, they took the knee again. Um, so it's it's going to continue to piss off those that are racist. Um, I've, I've even seen people boo at home while the teams are, are kneeling um, before the game starts. So it's unfortunate. It's it's uh, it's something that obviously the take the knee or you know campaign is not really you know, hitting home. Mm-hmm. However, I think that if, if it's done 
you know, in person, I think there's a lot more that the, that the clubs can do. Um, it's, it's, it's a bunch of weak-minded people that, that do these things. You would hope that it doesn't affect the players, but they are human. They do follow their Twitters. They do look on their Instagram. You see. And they, so they see all this stuff. So, um, I don't think that his love, uh, you know, for England or their country will, will fade. Um, I do think that, you know, players, you know, big time players like that, you would hope um, that those guys have short term memories um, and can bounce back and kind of get this, you know, off their back. Obviously, Sancho is going to want to hit the ground absolutely running because, you know, he's going to have the pressure of, you know, coming back to United, um, not as a city player, but as a as a Manchester United player. And so the pressure is already going to be on for him to come off the right off the bat. And he will start, in my opinion. But uh, as far as Rashford goes, I think he's, you know, like you said, he's on the beach somewhere. Let him relax, get his surgery, focus up, rehabilitate, and then come back and, and, and get right back to it. I think those guys understand that they're loved. I just think that they or they should anyways. And I, I really think Marcus has an understanding because of the book that he just wrote. I think they have an understanding that the racism is so deep in England um, that there's just a lot of these older cats that, you know, and some of them are young. Some of these guys are 40, 50 years old mm-hmm. that just don't want to let it go. Um, but it, that's, that's them. Do they think it's right? Do they think it should be done? No, I think Saka spoke out pretty heavily about it. Um, some of the other guys were, were kind of quiet as far as what I've saw, but when you see the outpour of love that he was able to get, you know, after the mural mural was defaced, it just lets you know that ultimately the, the good guy in this, in this case won um, football. Again, when things like that happen, they seem so minuscule, but when he missed it, I'm not going to lie. I felt so horrible for him. It felt, felt good for me. Cause I was going to be able to talk shit about to you, but you, just I, want, you didn't want me to go seven and oh, that's why. Well, no, 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 no. that's why you're a hater if they won. But, <laughs> but I think it's one of those things, you know, You've got somebody in goal who's just, you know, he's playing on his head. If you as a striker know that, you're going to be a little bit more hesitant and you're not going to be as confident. I mean, some of those guys, they took it no issue. But like you said, you know, you're the coach. You bring somebody on cold. They haven't any chance to warm up. And you're asking them to essentially put the, the, the country, not the team. This is England at England on your back and go score a goal. It's not easy to do. So, you know, again, Gareth's not that he he's going to get another shot at it. He could win it next year. He's got the players to do it. Can he? I doubt it. But uh, I felt I felt really bad for those guys. But, you know, I said, and like I said, ultimately they bounce back and you stay off Twitter for three weeks while you're on the beach somewhere you're relaxing with your beautiful wife or girlfriend in most of those guys' cases and they get right back to it. As soon as it happened, EC, I knew I knew something was it was going to go off because I just remember, um, not because I just remember because I, I was there or watched it. I just remember from documentaries of um, David Beckham in uh, in you know in was it ninety eight right when he kicked Diego Simeone from that uh, ninety six the, the ninety two uh, documentary and the hate that he got after that you know. Of you know effigies, you know effigies, you know of him hanging, you know like you know noose. This is David Beckham, the freaking the baby 
of England, right? The, the 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 basically the face of England. After the you know they they got kicked out of the '98 World Cup, I believe it was the '98 World Cup, and then also Phil Neville having the same thing done when Phil Neville got a red card or something in the 2002 Euros or some of that from that documentary. Again, the way the English fans are, I'm this I'm portraying the English fans, right? The way they are, you know, like him getting death threats in in the bathroom and things like that. How how people take this shit to another level, you know, and you, you bring in race to it. First of all, I mean, we you know you and I both are people of of color of color descent, you know you I mean, you're obviously African American and I'm Hispanic. You know, Mexican American. <clears throat> we both have experienced the, you know, some sort of probably racism in our lives, and that's probably the most disgusting thing that somebody can do to somebody. Is you could talk shit about me first and foremost about if I'm a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But don't, don't, don't judge me on the color of my skin. You know, and how and how a person I am. They don't have that preconceived preconceived notion, and 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 what these 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 players have gotten since then, and yes, the the and and also the love too, the love they've gotten, you know the 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 you know the 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 the, the, the bringing up, you know the 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 the, the, the how do you, how do you say it the um the word is can escape me, but the the joy that you know people have you know come out and you know just help these people and just i mean i did too i mean i i mean i that video was directed to marcus rashford and you know that i i, I tagged him and i gave him you know the you have my support you have everybody's support you have the don't run me people's support hey no matter what man it's just you always do something but yet you have these people that just you know come out and just ruin it for everyone i mean it was a world fucking it was a world it was a world story you see cnn uh, NBC, uh, ABC, you know, just of how the vitriol that these players have gotten because of the fact that the, of what happened in the World Cup. I mean, sorry, the Euros. This is a, <laughs> it was a national story. But it, it goes to show how far, how far we have to go here in the United States and in England because it's the same thing, right? I mean, you talk about the kneeing, right? People are offended because people need, because, you know, we want, minorities want simple rights, right? That offends people. In 2021, I can understand it was 1967. In 2021, somebody kneeing, and it's not even a national anthem over there. Here, it's a national anthem. It, it's become such a political, you know, divide. You know, oh, you don't stand for the national anthem. Oh, you're not a patriot. Bullshit. You know what I mean? Whereas Colin Kaepernick, because of Colin Kaepernick, it was, it was, he was sitting down during the national anthem, and he got asked by somebody in the NFL that was a Green Beret, you know, instead of, Sitting, can you kneel instead because you want to protest? And now kneeling has become this political divide. And now, yes, in England, they're doing the same thing. And they, people think that it's disrespectful. No, I mean, they're not disrespecting anything. 
they're bringing awareness to where we, you know, we as as minorities, as any minority, black, Hispanic, you know, and now this COVID time, it's Asian American or Asians are getting the same thing. Um, they're just bringing recognition to you know discrimination, and then yet they get they get bashed for it. It it, it goes to show where where we need to go, you see, and how far we need to go, and now how far we come, and how it's how far we're we're not there yet, and it, it sucks, you know what I mean? Because these players, I mean, they're fucking young, man. They've they barely lived life. I mean, Rashford's what twenty four, twenty three. Sancho's 20, what, 21? Saka's not even fucking, barely shaving. And these players are just getting, you know, the the, the hate they got. I mean, that would, I mean, I, I mean, if I was Saka's age, I would say, you know what, I'm going to go play for my dad's country. You know, or, you know, I'm going to play for, because I mean, he's really, I mean, he's Nigerian, I believe, or I think, or he's. Um, of Give me a line. <laughs> There's so many African countries. I don't know what yeah, no. you know these uh, where they're from from. But yeah, no. I believe he's like uh, he, you know of, of of African descent, but yet obviously. Oh yeah, definitely. He, England colonizing. I mean, we mean. Well, I mean, I mean, we can get on a, a big tot, you know political spiel, and that's not what the show's about, guys. But it just pisses me off. The you know. The way things, you know, have happened with these 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 kids, they're kids. They, I mean, they barely experience life. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, they're making millions of dollars and stuff like that, but they're still kids, man, and they barely they're barely experiencing life. And and the country that they, um, you know, the country that they're 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 playing for, the badge that they're playing for, um, sometimes there's none of them back. Not all, you know, not everybody does. So that just. Uh, I get I'm, I'm getting on my soapbox. I'm sorry, you see. It's all right. <laughs> no, you're fine. Like I said, I you know, I echo the sentiments. You know, hopefully they've moved on. Hopefully they've uh, understood what, you know, what's more important, which is, you know, trying to inspire. And I think they're all going to do that. Hopefully next season they'll be able to show us that. Yeah, we have a Rashford and Sancho next week. Next, this coming in, you see. At least two transfers that we know, or one transfer that we know for sure has come in. So let's get into some transfer talk because I know we'll be teasing it easy. Um, we have Rafael Varane. Uh, apparently, a, a, a agreement has been uh, come uh, agreed upon, I guess. An agreement has been agreed upon. I don't know in the English language that well, that well, so maybe I should not be hosting the show. But yes, an agreement has been agreed upon. I believe what 80 uh, 58 million dollars uh, with Real Madrid and and um, and Manchester United. He feels a position that we need. I think personal terms. I don't know the personal terms yet. Have you heard anything about the personal terms of what he's what what, what he's getting paid? Yeah. So there, Real's asking for seventy. Oh, okay. We have offered him forty-five. So. It's going to come in between 60 to 65. He's asking for 250,000 a week. Oh, that's uh, not bad. That's, that's, I was expecting more. No. So he was only getting paid 150,000 a week at Real. So this is a big jump for him. 
Um, he's also asking, so uh, uh, basically to put it into my terms, makes it easier for me to swallow. Mm-hmm. He essentially wants $12 million a year. That's what he wants. Um, and so once the club gets there, you know, 40, between 45 and 70 million, which I think it'll land around 60, 65. Um, I think he'll definitely be a United player. He's told the club he wants to leave respectively. Mm-hmm. So leave on bad terms. He's obviously a club uh, legend. I could go on and on and on about the accolades that he's been able to accomplish while being at Real. Um, and I think it's a great position for us. Unfortunately, it came through COVID, but most Spanish clubs are looking to sell, sell, sell. So he falls into that, that uh, category. Um, I think it's going to be a done deal. And I got to say, man, John murder, mortar, whatever, however you pronounce it, Sancho Varan, not even done yet. I, I would I would have to say off the top, this guy's hitting a home run. And he, he damn near might hit a grand slam if he brings in a CDM. But those are the terms with Varan as far as I'm as far as I know. The Varan deal, yes. Um fifty-eight for somebody that's twenty-eight, basically in his prime. Cause we're I mean, that's a bargain, I, I think. I mean, that's definitely a bargain. Cause Uba Makano cost Byron what, how much? I mean, it was Upwards of 80, 70 or 80 yeah, million. It, it was going to cost it, us more. It, it's a still look what Stones did for Harry Maguire during this campaign. Yeah. Girls, Varane's, I think, a better player than John Stones. Uh, um, I think it's debatable. I'm not saying he's like beyond clear, but I think he's a he's he's that equivalent. So you put Harry Maguire next to Varane, I think you see a more confident, a more efficient. Um, McGuire Rand's also good in the air. He's also pacey. He's very, very good with his feet. So no, this is a slam dunk. And again, if they can get these two over the line, I mean, you gotta say um, hats off to the new um, development team and trying to get these guys uh, to win a championship again. No, I mean, yes, we're. I mean, it, 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 I. What did I say? If we haven't made a deal before the Euros start, I was gonna be pissed. Well, we have. We have a deal. Technically, it still has not been announced officially, right, Sancho? But yet, you know, he he is a player. He is a player. I mean, he's our player. Um, yeah, I know. It, it, there's the picture hasn't been taken with the jersey held up, but he's done the physical. The terms have already been agreed. You know, every everything's a done deal at this point. I just, I think it's just. You know, making sure that the pictures look right, getting a shirt situated, getting it fitted. And then obviously, does he wear the number seven? I think the answer to that is yes, but uh, all that stuff's yet to be seen. But when you compare what the past, like last season, uh, Koulibaly, right, was supposed to be upwards of 75, 80 million, right? I think they were. Yeah, he was up. And, and at the same age as Varane. I mean, Koulibaly was it was at the time at last year was twenty eight, so he, he he's either he's between twenty and twenty nine, um, in that price. So you're getting, I think you're getting first of all, somebody that's you know won Champions League. Obviously, you know you rate the World Cup. I don't. He's won the World Cup, um, and he's been playing for Real Madrid since he was. God, we were after Varane in 2013, so he had been playing for since he was 21, right? Top flight football, Champions League football, for about 
Seven, the past seven years? Or whatever? I, I was just looking it up now. Yeah, it's been... Because we wanted Varane. I know... I, I know. I remember for Sir Alex Ferguson wanted Varane uh, at the club. And uh, again, he signed for... Um, he signed for Madrid, I want to say in 2012. 2011. 11? Okay, 11. So it's been 10 years. So the guy's been playing for Real Madrid... For the you know since he was nineteen years old, I mean yep. God, I mean look at the type of talent and look at the talent that he worked with and who he's played against. He's played against Messi. He's played against Busquets, Iniesta, um, Xavi. He's played against Diego Costa. He's played against uh, Suarez. He's played. I mean the 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 type of player that he's played against has has have, has to have some sort of um you know, um, benefit for his, you know, for his memory, right? On how he's going to play here in, 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 in the Premier League. So I'm very, I'm more impressed about them. If this deal goes through, hopefully it goes through, I'm more impressed of that than they would have with Kulabali last year. I thought, you know, I told you I'd rather Uma Kano or have, would have Delit at the price that they're asking for because I don't think Kulabali was – as 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 polished, especially his age, because he's up there in age. He's almost thirty years old. If you're gonna pay that much, I'd rather pay for Delit or um, or Ubermacano. Now we get Varane at a cut price. Hey, thank you, Madrid. Thank you, Spain, for having financial troubles. And uh, we'll probably be doing more business with you with, uh, I think, uh, with Vinovitis, Vinovitis, Vinny was, is, is also on the, um, on the block too, um, from what I hear from, uh, from a transfer rumor as well as, 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 uh, as Real Madrid want to give, offer him to United as well. But that's this rumor. We're not going to talk about it because there's nothing been concrete. But thank you, United um, Real Madrid, for having financial woes. And, yes, we'll take Varane and take him at, at like I said, you, you're saying 60. I've heard 58. A tomato, tomato, $2 million, eh, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll, you know it's, it's nothing. Uh, EC, you said, we've talked about it. Jaden Sancho still has not been introduced as a Man United player. I don't think he's. We talked about it when he when we first talked about the signing because it was two weeks. I mean, it was uh, our last pod was on June thirtieth. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have the number seven, and you think he's gonna have the number seven, but yet he still has not been announced as the number seven. So why do you why are you still hanging on hope that he's gonna be the United number seven? I just think this is the this is the opportunity. This is the time to do it. I think this is the signing we've kind of all been waiting for. Um, you know, I think this is the type of kid who can handle it. I think this is the type of kid who can come in and you know give you double digits assists, double digit goals, a knock on wood. Um, and I think you know with you know uh, Cavani you know being on his last year. I think the transition of him, you know, not, not wearing that number seven for this for his final year, um, giving it to Jaden, kind of letting him ease into the position, um, and and wearing the shirt, I, I think um, it would just kind of show, you know, kind of welcome back type of thing, kind of welcoming welcoming him in. So um, it'd be great to see. 
Um, I haven't seen any pictures of him. He's a big Instagram guy, and it's kind of weird. I haven't seen any pictures of him uh, posting, you know, of, of, of any new shirt. I know, I know United is probably going to get that first look. But, uh, yeah, no, I think he'll get it, and I think he'll wear it. Uh, I think he'll wear it proudly. So exciting times. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Everyone keeps saying the next 48 hours. You keep hearing that in the next 48 hours. So, um, you know, when it, when it does come, I'm sure, like I said, Twitter's going to crash for a little bit because people will be reposting that he's, that he's there. But, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's something that, you know, he's the type of guy he'll be able to handle it. Um, I just, I look at him, you know, he's so much better at passing the ball and moving and getting assists. Uh, obviously a lot better than Mason is right now, but I think Mason's a, an all and out striker. And I think that's kind of, you know, why he doesn't really have that in his bag. Sancho kind of brings both where he can assist, but he can also score goals. So um, yeah, I think you, I think you ease him into it. Kind of like Mason, Mason had an awkward numbers for mm-hmm. I think 26, something like that. And then he switched to the 11. So I think you just, you know, you transition him into his number. You let him do what he does. That's that's the type of player he is. He is a number seven in my opinion, and uh, you just you, you got to naturally let him do that. No, I mean yes, naturally let him get into. I don't again. I think the reason they're they're stalling is is because of uh, somebody has a number seven, and that's Edison Cavani, and they're not gonna. They, you cannot do Edison like like that. In my opinion, you beg him to come back because he was already on the he was already on the way out to Bocas, right? Yeah, he was going home. He was going uh, home, be- South America, be with his family. Uh, he already. I just ha- don't. I just don't see. He's not a legend yet. He's not a legend. Huh? It doesn't matter. But you don't. You don't. I mean, unless unless you're paying a high dollar cash flow, you're not going to tell him, hey. Uh, after one year, hey, we're gonna take number seven from you and give it to this kid we signed. That has, you know, what I mean, and not not somebody with, not. I mean, you could do that to, a, I hate to say, like to a kicker right in the NFL. You could do that to some scrub, but not to Edison Cavani. That's actually, you know, that you know has been, you know, he's been a, he's a high profile player, and if I you, think you like it. Or not. I think, I think he's the club but I think Edison's the type of person he just seems the nice happy-go-lucky striker I think he would actually want to bring the kid in and say hey look at this is number this is who you are because I mean let's just be honest Edison's a number nine and I think Tony's got one foot out the door not on his own fruition it's not something that he's sitting back going can't wait for my next, you know, assignment at Real Madrid. He, to me, Tony's in that phase of his career where Ole and United can look him dead in the eye and say, if 2021, 22 doesn't go well for you, you're out. No, no, so yeah, I, no, 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 because, I mean. Well, so for me, that's why I'm saying, for me, if you look at Tony, Tony went from saying, I want it, I want it, I want it. They gave it to him. He had one good year, and then he shit the bed last year. Dude, but. Okay, Edison, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're trying to say. Edison has, Edison, Edison has a slow start and then finishes well. I could see Edison telling Sancho and the club, look it, I like the number, but this kid's going to be your number 10 for at least a decade, or your number seven for a decade, 
why not we just start the process now? I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, it's just like asking Tony. Uh, we, you had the number eleven because we didn't believe you were number nine. Because of like, didn't they take the number nine away from Tony when Lukaku came? <laughs> they took him? it. Jose took it away, and he wanted it back. Wanted it back. They gave it back to him after Lukaku, right? No, no, they gave it to Lukaku. Remember? Yeah, I'm saying Jose took it off and then and he got it back. And I like for me, I not you you would disagree. I I think he's had one good year in the shirt. And I think I think he's looking at they're looking at him going, you don't have a whole lot of play here. Like you you have to have an excellent double digit scoring season, or we're going to put you on a transfer list. That's why I think Sancho, you know, he has that it's not really wiggle room. It's more of we can get that number nine for, for United. There's no decade player right now who you could say you're definitely going to be our number nine, because again, Mason hasn't had an opportunity to solidify that position. So with Cavani being there at 34, 35, one year contract, I think he's gone in a year. So it, it, let's say he wears it for one season I ultimately think Sancho will be no, no, no. wearing that's, number that's, seven no, jersey. That's so, what I'm getting. So, no, no, no. You're you're exactly right. No, no. You're exactly right. You see, and no, I, that's kind of not the wavelength we're we're on. I just don't think I don't think Edison's going to say for my last year because he's on a. This is the last year con- year of his contract. I don't think he's. It. Yeah, this is it. This is this he's is the leaving. Have, yeah, because everyone's going to be throwing their whole. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I think Jane will wear probably what seventeen. He'll probably wear seventeen this year, and then next year wear number seven. Because there's, yeah. there's, it's possible. It's yeah. it's it's very possible. So I'm excited. I'm excited that that's you know that's something we can actually debate have, the fact and, that, and then we get an Erdo Holland wearing the number nine next year. <laughs> well, that's gonna be if if Chelsea don't get him, yeah. you know, for a hundred and whatever they're gonna be asking, it's only seventy five million next year. So it's really gonna be where does he want to go? Yeah, because everyone's gonna be able to afford him. All right, easy. Uh, another another transfer rumor or transfer actually, it's, it's kind of surfacing. Uh, Karen Trippia. Um, he's thirty years old. Easy. Uh, we've talked about him in the past to back up. Uh, I mean, to compete actually for the for the position for Aaron Wambasaka. I think the Euros, what the Euros did for Karen Chippy is um, maybe asking price and actually, actually giving you know his, his you know giving his you know basically bang for your buck. I think he did well in the Euros, um, and, and I think he's coming on a, a cheap too, right? I think what they're asking what twenty five million for Karen Chippia, Atletico. Yeah, it's it's not a lot, and again, this is another. You know, another deal where these clubs they have to get cash right now. This COVID hurt everyone. Um, these variants are probably got all these guys understanding that man, this Super League's you if we didn't get it over the line and we've got to shut down again, well crap, you know, we've got to get money while we can. So I think he falls into that boat. Uh rumors that I've been hearing is that the English players are actually lobbying for him to come to United, the ones that were there. Um, talking to, you know, United Brass and, and saying, hey, this is a guy that we think, you know, would be able to help us win a championship. So, you know, I still think Basaka's one of the best one-on-one defenders. 
Um, does Karen get up the field a bit better with a bit more grace? He does, but I think Aaron, uh, being a young young uh, boy, I think he can uh, he can come into that later. But it wouldn't be horrible having you know Karen Trippier come off the bench and play right back or play CDM. I, I could see uh, both of those things happening at United. So it'd be it's, it, it'd be great. Again, if they can get these two deals over the line, at that point, I'm not looking at any player and saying that's not going to happen. I mean, I. I've just, again, I can't speak enough to the change in culture from having, you know, Woodward not in control of these transfers and these things getting over the line as quickly as they have been. It's, it's been, it's been a really great summer. No, I agree. I mean, with the Karen Trippi, you look back on it. Yes. Um, Aaron Basaka, I thought he improved towards the end of the year. I thought he improved offensively. We know what he does defensively. The dude's a, a beast, uh, but he obviously did not get into the English squad for a reason. Um, I I think it's the same thing with like with um, Trent Alexander Arnold and and what's his name Robertson for, for I'm talking about Liverpool. I know Robertson plays for with Scotland. I think um, they're not really great as as a, a Aaron Basaka defensively, but what they do is get up offensively, right? They get four. Right, they're wing backs. Yes. Yeah, they're they're right wing backs. They're not they're not right backs. They're not right backs. You're exactly right. I think Karen Trippier could obviously compete for that, uh, for us and the link up play with him and, and, and Sancho or him whoever's and whoever's gonna be playing in that uh, right hand position would we you know, would benefit. And then obviously I'm pretty sure if if Aaron Wambasaka does not want to learn for somebody uh, about getting up and, and, and playing up and playing offensively because you know what he has in the defensive pocket in his locker. Um, then Aaron Basaka does not need to be on our team. You know, he needs to, you know, he needs to open up and learn. But I think somebody like Karen Trippier, which I liked when he played for Tottenham, I don't, I don't see why uh, they let him go. But I thought Karen Trippier was was good for for Tottenham, so I think he would good for twenty five mil. I think it would be a good um, add on to our team. <clears throat> um, you brought up goalkeepers easy, and that that's very intriguing to me when you when he said it. Obviously, we have a conundrum because we have Tom Heaton signed. We have um, obviously we have Dean Henderson recalled. We have. David De Gea, we have Grant. Uh, I have not heard anything about Sergio Romero or Joe Pereira. I think they're still on the roster. I mean, we have I a Pereira. Anyways, I'm just saying we have a crowded locker room when it comes to goalkeepers. So what is the hell? What hell? What the hell's going on in this goalkeeping position, Easy? Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody honestly really knows uh, what's going on. Um, yeah, Romero's gone. He's he's with Monaco. Um, but but you know, I think I think ultimately what's what's happening is is De Gea is looking at life and saying, you know, where am I going to get three hundred fifty grand a week? One and two, um, I'm better than this kid, and I think that's what's happening right now. He's looking at things, looking at clippings, you know. They're not, neither one of them played in the Euros. Um, so that was probably difficult for them to sit there and watch, but they both did. That's a fact. 
And I think he went from being a starter this season to having a kid. And then he took a back seat and never got a spot back. So I think people need to kind of pump their brakes a little bit, myself included. I like Henderson a lot, but I think he himself needs to kind of grow into the position. He's not a clear cut. You know, I don't think he's better than Donnarumma. I don't think he's better than All Black. I think he needs to kind of understand that, you know, this is a position that, you know, it's it's ginormous. It's not something that we haven't had these legendary, you know, Hall of Fame once once they get to the keepers. We've we've had several of them that have come through the club. So I don't I don't and De Gea is one of them, by the way. So I don't think that this is a slam dunk. I know that you don't think that it's good for goalkeepers. I know you like competition, but I, I know you don't like goalkeepers to compete. But I think for me, when I hear De Gea. And I'm sorry, I shouldn't say I hear. When I hear rumors that he wants to beat this kid out, that makes me so excited because that lets me know he knows we're bringing in players. He knows that City are losing players, and I'm talking about Sergio Aguero, and they're actually – Jay Seuss is actually being uh, shopped as well. He understands that the time for United to strike is right now. Mm -hmm. If they're going to do something, I think within the next couple years – the timing is is kind of right now. So I love to see it. I don't know why um, Henderson's not in Surrey with the rest of the, the club. That's another kind of a red flag for me because everyone else is pretty much there. He's not. He's on vacation. Um, and so I mean, he was on the there's, there's just, I mean, uh, this is my thing. You know, vacation from what? You didn't play in the Euros. You're not the solidified number one. You 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 have to prove yourself. Right, you know Heaton, who's not going to play at all. Is the hair uh, played with in the preseason? Too? Say again. Is the hair with the team too? Yeah, he's there. So that's what I'm saying. I, what I don't understand, what there, and this is why I'm saying it's all speculation because there are certain players who are there, there are certain players who are not, and this is supposed to be this training thing where they're showing, you know, showing everybody what they've got going on, and you got, you know, Bruno's there and. Tony's there and and, and they're all posting these pictures and it's all, you should be there. Like, don't, I hope he's not on vacation. Like, I, I hope he's not on the beach when De Gea is saying, I want to kick your ass. Like, I want to show Ole and the fans that I deserve to, to, to keep my shirt. So, you know, the time for relaxation for that guy came when he went to the Euros and sat on the bench and watched Jordan Pickford be, I think, one of the best goalkeepers in the tournament. You at know, home. up at there home with Donnarumma. I think I thought he played, huh? At home, and he was in he was in England. Like, well, I'm just saying yeah. he didn't start, and and, no, no, and I think right. most times when you look at a United number one, there usually that comes with England number one, and so he's not there yet. I think again he wants to be an aggressive, attacking, you know, come out of the box. We saw a couple times last mm-hmm. year that to bite us in our butt. So I just think he needs to slow down, be hungry, be determined. And if you're better than De Gea, you go out, you show it, and you shut people like me up who are, you know, saying, hey, look it, I like I like hunger. I, I like I like a good fight. And I, I, like you said, I know, you know, it's not good. Basically, this will come to a head um, because both of them are on really, really big wages. That's the one, I would say, golden sin of soccer or football you do not pay i think we're paying half a million a week 
in goalkeepers. That's a big time no-no. So that's going to have to be resolved. I don't see him going to, to any other big club because obviously PSG have signed on Aruma. So I, I definitely see De Gea staying um, and not going anywhere. You going to hear my opinion? Of course. Sell Dean Henderson. Sell, 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 sell. I. It's an interesting take. No, I, I mean, yes, it's very it's opposite to what I said last summer, right? Um, but yes, I say sell Dean Henderson because the fact of his resale value is a lot higher than De Gea's. De Gea's in too big of wages to um, uh, to get off the books. And we already see with all the dead wood, they were on our team. We can't fuck, man. We can't get rid of Phil Jones because he's been injured for two years and he's on what huge wages and nobody's going to take that shit. Right. De Gea's our highest paid player. No lot. No, no contender or, or a big name club is going to pay what we pay for De Gea, period at all. And you know what? I think the glimmer of hope for De Gea was this kid that, was their goalkeeper at the Euros. I don't think he was better. I think De Gea was a better, is a better goalkeeper. If you watch the Euros, that kid, I mean, he was not St. Eker. In my opinion, did you, I mean, did you think that kid, I think it was named Santi or what what was the name? I I forgot. I don't even know his name. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but I don't, I don't think that that kid was the reason they lost. I don't, I honestly, I honestly felt like the gap, and it's and it's been coming, and the shift in Spain has been coming for a while with some of the older Sergio and some of those guys. I think they're trying to shift into the new to the yeah. to the new wave. Doesn't it? It's the it still that, happened. The right? He's not old. That's what I'm saying. It still happened. He still plays for Manchester United. He still has a chance to be number one uh, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He did not get picked. He seemed happy when they would score goals. I seen him running out on the field celebrating. So he's not one of those pouty, what woe is me. I honestly feel like he's looking at life going, I'm I'm a brand new father. Mm-hmm. We've got a brand new team. This is this is my chance to, to, to stamp, not just have it be the 2013 season when I won, when we won the Premier League, and not just have all these Sir Bobby Charlton uh trophies and player of the year for United. Like I want to go out like John Elway did about to be done and, 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 and show this kid that you're just 24. I'm just 28, 29. I can play till I'm 30 something. So you're going to take a seat. So, you know, I think he wants to submit himself. He wants to have that legacy as a great, I think he's already done that, but I think he wants to continue to prove uh, to himself that he can still do it. And again, to your point, there isn't, there aren't any clubs out there who don't already have number ones um, who, who are looking or in the market uh, for, for a keeper at that price. Cause he's not going to take a pay cut uh, at 28 years old. Uh, gotta, he, that baby needs milk. <laughs> that baby needs diapers. Oh, very expensive ones too. But no, but think about it. You see, you see the reason what I'm, what I'm tra- what I was trying to say is you lost it to Unai Simeon, a goalkeeper from athletic Bilbao. 
See, that's not a club, but the, but no, your no, fact. No, I'm I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. You now, lost now, it. Hey, that's you lost it. Thing. You lost it. You lost it. Yes. They want to get. I mean, I know. I know. Uh, What's name? In Luis Enrique wants to get this new youth. I mean, obviously he didn't have any 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 Real Madrid players on his team, whatnot. But I think it it's beneficial for us. Is I think De Gea could say, I look at I look at what I missed this season and in the Euros, and I'm saying that number one position for the World Cup is up for grabs. That's what I'm saying. I think we can get the best season out of De Gea this year so he can prove himself for the World Cup team in in 2022. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a good point. I, no. I don't that's a very valid point. Because it's almost like I mean, a Simi, Unai, Unai really wasn't a dominant a force in the post. He wasn't somebody anybody was scared of. And that's what I'm saying. If De Gea is still and I think he is, he's still young. I mean and, and he's been a stalwart for United. Yes, his head's been out of. I mean, people could, could people could say that his his psyche, his focus has not been there. That's why he makes stupid mistakes. I mean, playing out from playing from out the back, bullshit. I mean, fuck that. He's a goalkeeper. He shouldn't be playing from the back. I don't give a fuck. And the, no matter the goal, no matter the coach's uh, philosophy, fuck the coach. But his, his, I mean, the, the goalkeeper's prime position. Is to stop fucking goals, and De Gea has done that since well, I would say what he got brought in, but since the second year after you know after he got you know acclimated to England, right? Right. He's been the he's been the one, right? Yeah. So exactly. I mean, you you you're telling this dude you're a highest paid player, and we're just gonna you know cast you off. So get rid of. I mean, and Dean Henderson. I'm sorry. Uh, you're just a you know, casualty of, of this. Um, but we have players down the pipeline that can probably fill your position. <clears throat> Get rid of Dean Henderson. Sell him to West Ham. Sell him to uh, uh, Newcastle. Sell him to an, an up, up, upcoming club. Get a good price for him. You have Heaton um, to back up the hair. And Heaton already knows he's going to be a backup no matter what. So save, I mean, take the hair and that's it. I know we spent a lot of time on that, a lot more time than we wanted to, but yes, um, but yes, keep the hair, sell, sell. Um, what's what's his name? Henderson. Uh, you uh, you brought up an interesting interesting perspective. EC. I wasn't gonna bring him up. I like to have a Paul Pogba free segment or free show, but in our pre meeting, pre show meeting, you brought him up. I, I, I didn't want to bring him up. I don't want to bring him up. I don't want to bring him up. But Mr. Paul Pogba <laughs> is uh, apparently going to stay for next year. I don't know. Uh, he got offered. He's been in contract negotiations, I guess. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you um, I'm gonna let you set it up. I'm gonna let you set the table and tell us what you know about Mr. Paul Pogba. Yeah. So uh, the rumors are is that he's actually excited to take a transfer to PSG. Um, obviously they're loading up. Um, they just got another right winger. I can't, his name escapes me at the moment, but I'll, it'll come to me later. Obviously they, they've already have, um, you know, Killian in place. They obviously have Neymar in place. Um, and so, you know, bringing, bringing him in, I think would, would definitely benefit that club. Um, he's obviously never played, uh, for his home country. And as far as in the league is concerned, 
So going back home obviously would be something that he would obviously be uh, be up for. Um, right now, he's kind of as United where he wants him as far as his uh, financials go. Um, he can look at them and say, okay, you give me what I want, or I'll just go ahead and play this season out at a nice you know fee per week, and then I'll just leave on a free. So I, I do not think he's leaving. I think he has taken the pictures and the shirt. I think it's um, par for the course when it comes to summertime and, you know, Christmas, right around Christmas time, whenever there's transfers, I think anytime, you know, United is brought up, Pogba's name gets thrown in the hat. So I think he's not going anywhere. Um, I think you'll see him hopefully standing next to a, a proper CDM uh, next season. And uh, I think it's all just kind of, kind of smoke. I don't think there's any fire at all. Give him what he wants. What does he want? He wants more cash. Um, well, what is? I mean, cause what is the cash I will, he wants? And what is? It, what are you hearing? Yeah. What What are you hearing? And what? I'll tell you what I'm hearing. I from from what I'm understanding, he he and his agent are just trying to get more money per week. That's okay. that's what I and that's what, what that I've number? heard. What is that number? Oh, I don't. I, they haven't put a number out. I've heard. What I've I, heard 420 a week. K. What's What's that per year? What, what How much would you want? That's a lot of fucking money. No, I'm just saying. What would that? How many million would that be per season? Like, let's put it in perspective. Cristiano Ronaldo makes thirty million a year, right? So, from to me, I think he deserves every penny of that, right? What? Social media. His, Who? Paul Pogba, so, Cristiano Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo makes thirty oh, million a year. Yeah. And so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I think people have to put into perspective. I, I was just talking to my buddy about this a couple of days ago. When 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 we hear two fifty, one fifty, four hundred per week, try to get the breakdown of what that means for us. It's easier for me to hear, you know, someone's making twenty five million. When I hear that equates to 250 grand per week. I'm like, holy crap. Like Sancho's deal. It's like Sancho's deal was crazy. And then I'm like, oh, you're going to make 15 million a year. Like that's not that big of a deal. It's a bigger deal when you say per week, this kid makes this. So again, I think Pogba's doing what I, and I tell everybody that I talk to when it comes to players, it's not the monopoly money thing. It's the father time hasn't lost a fight yet. So you'd better get everything you can because they're mm-hmm. going to get everything they can. And I think that's where he's at right now. He's, he's going to look at him and say, listen, we would like for you guys to get something back. But if you if you don't want to play with us, we won't play with you. And I think it, it would be it would be in United's best interest to sell him, in my opinion, from a business standpoint. Yes. Because if you look at it. A club could probably give you, I would say, anywhere from 50 to 60 million for him. That way you get something as opposed to a free, then you just have egg all over your face. So if if I was if I was on the United side, I would say to him, listen, I, I'm gonna I can offer you this. If he were to say no, I'd say, okay, off to the transfer block you go. That's what I would do if I was on the board. Is he worth? That's just me. That's how. A week. Say again. Is he worth four hundred twenty a week? Is he worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to give it to him, 
Like no, you, no. you is he worth some- it? An inconsistent player that has not done anything for a club is he worth for 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 twenty a week? Yes. I just think again. I Remind think me never players should. With you, my friend. <laughs> I think I think players should always look at look at the business of soccer, football, which yes, they're the in. player. But I'm I'm telling you, know, I'm asking you, you, yes. you as a person, that player yes. is okay. Okay, on the flip side, on the flip side, just like you said, can we get the same value for Paul Pogba right now that we bought him for uh, five years ago? No, you waited too late. You can't no. wait till they're dying and try to get ninety million for him. It's not going to happen. It's just but, like when he's worth right that, now. He's wor- apparently, if we're going, he's worth that kind of money. If he's this world class, quote unquote, this world class player, we should demand at least what we pay for this world class player. This one, this world class player that's four, once four hundred twenty k a week, we should demand that. That's the minimum bottom price that we should demand this player at. United did their did their business wrong. Exactly. In my opinion. We should never fucking butt the player. And Pogba did his business right. Yeah. And I think kudos to that, that, that's the best fucking hoodwink. That's the best steal that somebody's fucking ever done. The fucking get as much money from a club than anybody can. Mineriola and Paul Pogba. Well, I think both of those guys. But I think you got you have to be real about it. You're you're looking at it from a standpoint solely of you don't like the player. No, I'm looking at you. What has he done? Let me let me finish. I'm looking at it from United saying, "What are we going to be able to get out of the player?" And if you think that he has not given the club anything, and I'm not talking about just trophies that we've gotten, but also the monetary value of the T-shirts that he sells, probably uh, then you're not looking at probably sold more. Okay. Anyways, uh, Di Maria probably sold more. Uh, I did again. I didn't. I, I didn't. You know, you know I, that's I, I, not true. You're you're taking shots. You're or taking Falcao, shots. Falcao probably sold more too. Anyways, I just yeah, again. I didn't. You're taking want, shots. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm just saying. That's why you don't. That's I'm why you saying, didn't bring him up. Because you know when it gets real, you're like, no. Oh, let me just start saying whatever comes off the cuff. No, Schweiger. Who else? I mean, who, whatever on. big name. What Zlatan probably sold more. But anyways, that's uh, why they all have Pepsi deals and none of those guys do, even though he's not even in the Champions League, yet his face is on every commercial. He sells and they own his what? likeness. Commercial. They get paid every time what the guy goes on TV. I didn't see any Pogba commercial. Then you haven't been watching Champions League. He's on every Pepsi commercial for Champions League all year. And they're so not even missing. in League. Yes, and Pogba. And? It's a What's your point? It's a fact. My point is we own his likeness, we being united, and they make money off of that. It's a fact. You don't have to like it, but it's a fact. It's a fact. You don't like it because you don't like him, but he makes money. He's a Mario Gotset. I mean, goddamn, I wish Mario Gotset got got it. Does he make, have you seen a Mario Gotset commercial? Have you seen a Mario go to the shoe? I wish. I wish. I mean, shit. Have you seen Mario it? Goethe no, no. Have, probably you, done more. have you seen, Mario have you probably seen done more a commercial? In, in, in the Where's World the commercial Cup in, in Champions League than, 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 than Adidas than, uh, deal? Paul doesn't Pogba. exist. Then Paul Pogba. How many, how many Predators did Goldson sell again? Zero. So you can you can get mad all you want to, yeah, but you I'm know saying. what's real. He's not, I mean, 
I know it. You don't. He four, sucks. Four to twenty he weeks. Four, yeah, he's a J. Again, okay. I didn't want to bring it. up. I didn't want to bring him up because you brought him up. Yeah, I didn't want to bring him up because you get triggered when somebody's telling you the facts about Pogba. I'm not. I'm telling you the facts. He didn't work on four twenty a week. Would you so waste some money? Getting, Would you waste some money? So on why Pogba? is he getting the money if he's not worth it? Tell me that. Please, no. You tell me that. I just did. He makes the club money. It's very simple, Jesus. It's business. If you have a big time player who is he worth his ninety million million dollar contract, and you make is he worth? If if we're gonna get, are we gonna get? Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna sell him for ninety million. We're gonna sell him for ninety million. You can't. Yeah, exactly. He's not worth that. You don't understand the process of a transfer. His ass is depreciated. After we 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 fucking put him off the lot, we drove his ass off the lot. His ass depreciated because everybody found out he's a fucking fraud. Anyways, anyways, not true. And those 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 facts are him being mad at the player, guys. Just so you know, just so you guys know, that uh, has nothing to do all right, with. All right, guys. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna again. We're gonna have another another uh, another put 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 Pogba in trial again. I'm gonna put. I mean, gonna no, no, before the season. No, no, you did not win. You know, you did not. I did win. No, you did I, not. No, I did too. You were the judge. I won. <laughs> Play the I was. I won, and and I won it, and I won in a landslide. Anyways, some one away players, EC. Some players that we probably need to get rid of. We have Pereira. We have Jesse Lingard. We have Diego Dolot. What the hell are we gonna do with them? Jesse's tough. I. Dude, he wants really, to, really, really he wants to Jesse. fight for a fucking position. I hate that. I, I don't I do not want to hear that Jesse Lingard wants to fight for a position in United. The motherfucker needs to play for fucking West Ham. That's it. Yeah, you know, I, listen, I love it. Like I told you before, I love it when a player says he wants it because th- then you're hungry. Um I I know you're a realist with Bruno. And we all know kind of where his career is going. Dude. He's actually in contract negotiations with the club fuck right Bruno. now. And things aren't going Bruno. as well as he thought they would go. But I think Bruno um, has that spot locked down. I think Sancho took the right wing spot. So where do you put him? Um, I ultimately think with him not being, you got to remember, Jesse's another one of those players who you, you're going to hate to hear this, but he's someone that sells jerseys. And so if who? you think about what's going on right now, so who? the retro heads, I mean, who, who buys a Jesse Lingard Jersey? What number is he? So what again, number is EC? What number? This is what this number is someone. So he, what number EC? Can is, I finish? Okay. I'm gonna, you're going to let me finish. I'm going to let you. Finish. Okay. So this is someone who I know you don't think played well in the world cup, but did. This is someone who also played well for us and won us a trophy I know you don't care this is also someone who for us played extremely well up until he didn't but with his success came commercial success I know you don't like it but he sells jerseys so when you don't see him in the new jersey campaign for me that lets me know they are not going to sign him otherwise he would have been in the shirt he would have been had it on Instagram it would have already been popping it's not he's very very big on Instagram. He's almost in that same realm of player. I'm looking it up right now. 
but he's in that same realm of, you know, just people want to follow him, see what he's doing, he's really cute videos with his daughter just about every other day. So yeah, Jesse's, Jesse is a, is a tough one for me because you want the kid to do well. When you see him leave, you're so happy for him, but then you turn around and go, okay, well, what are you going to do now? Um, he played, I thought, decent during the, uh, the, the playoff game or the, the preseason game. But I ultimately think, because again, I, I think he's gone. And you asked me what number he wore. What number do you think he wore? 17. What number do you think? 14, he wore? right? Or somebody said that? <laughs> so he, he was the number seven during the World Cup. He lost that number and for obvious reasons and wore the, wore the 11 for a little while. And I, for me anyway, I ultimately, United. You never wore the number 11. I'm pretty sure. No. That's what he wore. He wore the 7. He got dropped from the 7. He wore the 11. He, the 17. England, he, he did the t- same he thing. He wore number 17 for a while. Oh, I thought he, I thought he wore the 7. He wore the 7 for England. For England, yeah. Yeah, but no, he never he yeah, never wore 7 or 11. But yeah, I just think I think I think Jesse's one of those guys where it's it's unfortunate that he kind of came into form mm-hmm. but hey man you, you have to have the club has to tell you they want you and uh i don't think Ole wants that problem unfortunately because it's for me it's a decent problem to have it's not a great problem to have but it's decent like you let him go out there and you let him try to fight for his position he's obviously training hard every day mm-hmm. that's all he's been posting about lately so you know i i ultimately think he'll be gone um because I, again you would have already seen him if you're seeing Brandon Williams in the in the shirt campaign, who's a Puma guy who's selling tennis shoes. Why isn't Jesse, um, you know, in that same realm? I think it's because he's gone. That's just my personal opinion. I, I mean, mean, he's got a huge campaign. I know you've seen the, the the sunglasses campaign that he's got running right now. Also with the the who's the other big brand name that just signed him to another deal for uh, for clothes. I can't remember the brand off off top, but yeah, the guy sells, he, he sells stuff. So why wouldn't you put him in a shirt? That, that to me is telling. I think Jesse just does not, I mean, he's already established, established himself that he plays well away from United. We're not going to use him. I mean, that, that, that number 10, um, unfortunately we signed Juan Mata to an extension. So that, that, that position itself has, it's just, it's just, we have a log jam there, which I would like more competition, especially outside competition. I mean, Jack Grealish obviously is out of the question um, at that position. But a few, but the segue into the next topic of of the game that we had, we had players, and Juan Mata started, you know, in the game that we had the other day. Um, but a kid that I really, huh, sir? Yeah. I said he captained the side. He captained the side. He was the captain. The kid kid that I liked in the number 10 position, which I did. I fuck up his name all the time. Shola. Shola. There you go. Shola. Shola. Terry. Damn it. (laughs) I mean, the, the way the kid moves in that position I am very excited about it. Well, we have, again, um, you know, I just watched highlights of it. I didn't watch the game like you did. 
I watched highlights of it with the, you know, with the Hannibal. Hannibal came in with the 73rd minute. Um, I believe uh, Tae Chong, you know, scored. Um, but the assist that, that uh, Sholotari gave to the Palestri, I thought, you know, the movement there that we had. I mean, you said it was a bunch of number uh, under 23s minus Jesse Lingard and um, and um, Juan Mata in that position. I thought I thought the kids overall from the highlights and from reading what we how the how they played against Derby, which is a championship club. Wayne Rooney, you know, whatever, blah blah blah. You can whatever you can do whatever you want with that. But um, I thought the kids played well. So, <laughs> so keep it on and getting back to Jesse Lingard or maybe not so Diego Delot, depending on what happens with Kieran Trippier. But we need to get rid of some of these players. Jesse, thank you. I know you're an academy player and, and, and you do, you've done what you've done for United and it's so great. But you're going to get more playing time at West Ham for sure. And what you did for West Ham, I mean, you're, I mean, you're gonna get more praise, more probably more deals, whatnot. But you bring, you said something earlier about Murtaugh and um, and and the upper management group. He he has been part of the signing of all these young players at the academy, especially the U23s. We talk about Hannibal, Sholatari. I'm gonna get his name right sooner or later. <laughs> Menge, we had that 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 kid, that striker that's plays for um, Red Star Belgrade, still stay still in 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 um, playing for Belgrade. I mean, we have a lot of young talent across the board that just needs to have you know bring cohesively together. You know what I mean? You see, and I think we have the future of Manchester United football. You know, with Menge. With Ilanga, um, Sancho, Rashford. I mean, you have these young kids. Uh, Garner, I think what Garner played, I think, but he's going to get sent back on loan again, running that midfield, you know, defensive midfield. I mean, you have these, 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 these products that I think that could be the youth, like the Busby Babes of old, and it could be awesome. And and seeing those highlights with Palestri, Palestri's. I mean, he, I mean, he he's gonna get he, he's gonna get great service by going back on loan in Spain, because I think he's gonna do well, and, and his movement in the box is great. Um, I think our youth. I seeing the highlights from the game, you see, I think it was our youth products that had we have more hope for the future of United. Yeah, no, look good, and and don't discredit uh, Darby. They played their dogs like mm-hmm. they were they were trying to get fit, get ready for the season. So, I was I was happy to see uh, Mata come out there. I think his contract's more of a he will be a player coach uh, in the near future. I think that's kind of what that contract extension means. But it was good to see him out there playing. Good to see Mason leading the line uh, along with some of his old buddies and Ch- T. Chong and. Along, he's played with all those guys, Gardner, all those guys played with him uh, as in the U23 uh, system. So really good to see. Um, future looks bright. It's one of those situations where, you know, 
the dogs will probably be gone again for QPR. So these kids will get another opportunity to, to play again. Um, but uh, no, it was uh Tahith didn't give up on his goals. One of those deals where if he would have stopped running, um, I told my daughter all the time, run through the ball, run through the ball. I was so happy that uh, she got to see that. I played it about 10 times so she could see what happens when you don't give up. Um, and he got his first goal. It'd be good to see him playing the championship uh, for Birmingham next season. Uh, you know, I'd love for, to see them do the same thing with Solitaire. I'd love to see them do the same thing with Mingi, uh, Alenga, uh, Gardner. I'd love to see all those kids kind of, uh, you know, spend, spend a year at a, at a championship side mm-hmm. uh, so they can get playing time. So uh, really good to see. Uh, it's great to see Palestri get another goal. I think Alves is just hungry to get this kid back, get him going. He's someone, again, to your point, who I think, you know, when he turns 22, 23 and looks at United and says, hey, I've been ready. You guys haven't been. What are we doing? I just hope it's not a situation where we wait too long and then he costs us money uh, to have to get back because he's gone to Alves or to Atletico Madrid or someone like that for good. So you just hope that none of that happens. Um, it, it tends to happen at least once when you've got five or six kids that can play at the top level, not everybody's going to get what they want. They're going to tell their agent they want to play. Um, and then, you know, once they leave, now you have to buy the kid back. So, um, you know, let's hope and pray that, you know, it doesn't happen to us again. Um, your least favorite player, that's what happened to him. And so you just, you don't want to get into, you know, those type of, uh, those type of contracts, but it's just, for me, it was great to see, um, you know, Heaton played well. I know he's not going to play at all, but uh, he played well in the, in the time that he got. Um, so, you know, you're, you know, hoping that he, you know, takes advantage of that again. So everybody got to get out there except for Hugel. Everybody else played. Uh, even Grant came on as a sub uh, goalkeeper and played a little bit. So um, I think we moved to QPR I'm going to say they're next. Yep. QPR at QPR. Um, another hot English uh, day. It's been burning up out there. So, you know, I, I'm hoping for the same thing. And ultimately I'm hoping that uh, Manchester United football club app works uh, longer yeah. than it did this time. It worked for about I I know, tried watching it. 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you have, they got killed on Twitter. They were just getting destroyed. Yeah, I tried watching it on the uh, oh. MUTV, my new That's the MUTV only app, it. and it didn't even pull up. It was just like it was a. Uh, it was know, down. Yeah, so, they've been yeah. getting destroyed on Twitter. They've been getting destroyed on Instagram. So. Yeah. Step their game up. I mean, I was going to for this next uh, match Saturday. Uh, I didn't hear you. No, I was, I was going to say I was I was in a golf course that morning, so I really couldn't um, couldn't watch. So I've been picking up golf a lot lately. See, and I'm getting very addicted. You know, I'm spending a lot of money. So um, <laughs> um, yeah, that way. Hey, it's it's not a bad thing to be spending money on. It's it's an exercise, workout. That's what I'm saying. So, nothing wrong with that. that as a as a as a good you know active activity to get into and 
get in shape, get out walking around, chasing that ball around, walking driving around, yourself crazy at the same card. time. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, you see, last topic. Yeah, you still got to get out of that car. Yeah. Last topic, you see, um, the kits. What, I mean, there's been some uh, there's been some mixed opinion. I like them. I really do. I think they're just – I don't like the socks. All right? I don't like the – the, the white, black, and white kind of like what I mean is I like solid colors. Uh, the kit itself, the retro kit back from uh, the 1966, the 60 George Best kind of uh, thing. What I'm glad is they're not breaking it up to where there's only selling a short sleeve. They've actually brought back the long sleeve. So I know in some of the, the pictures you saw Luke Shaw wearing long sleeve. I think who else wearing long sleeve? I hate that wear a short sleeve and then an undershirt kind of bullshit, you know, under, you know, the way they've done in the yeah. past. But I, I really, I, I, I do like, I, I do like the new kits, but unfortunately I'm not going to buy one because first of all, one doesn't fit <laughs> me. And second of all, I will not give uh, the Glazers any money. Uh, but I like the new kits, you see. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm I don't know. I, it's a huge money deal. So shout out to again. Apparently, this is the last year for more murder right? for getting that done. But man, Team Viewer just I want some American. I just I don't know. I'm not really not. I'm not really feeling it. But listen. It was a huge, what was it, 248, 258 million was the deal. Um, nobody was getting any kind of deals like that done during COVID. Manchester United, it did. So fair play to that, but I literally didn't know what team you were. I had to Google what they were. Um, I'm just, I, I'm glad I didn't see a zebra running around again. I, I'm, I'm over that kit, and that was trash to me, so... I want to see the third kit. I don't know if the zebra kit's what we're going to wear again, but I'd like to see the third kit. I don't mind the socks at all. I just I keep looking at that team viewer thing and I keep thinking, gosh, we had AIG. <laughs> Why didn't they just keep the contract? But I, you know, you can't. They run out. There's more somebody offers just, out there on the table. There's somebody no willing to pay more money. So that's what's going to happen. I like. I mean, those AIG, those AIG yeah, and so that's, are sleek. I like those. Those are those nice. are badass. So yeah, and shout out to Ravel Morrison who played in the game. I don't know if you if you saw his name pop up, but he played and played well. Uh, it's cool to see him back in the league. Not just a championship, but just cool to see him back. The United United U twenty three legend Ravel Morrison. Yeah, legend. He could have been something. Could have been. He's like he's like that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, a streetcar named Desire. Never did. Huh? The Remember? best that never did or whatever. No, nah, but that's you, how I look at him. You never you never seen the movie Streetcar Named Desire? I could have been somebody. I bet I could have been a contender. Could have. He could have. He's he's twenty eight. So it's cool Rooney gave him a chance because uh, you talk to any 
any United player, from Rio Ferdinand to Vidic, they all say he was the guy. But doesn't matter what it could have, should have, he didn't do it. So it's cool that he's 28, you know, still fairly young, not in football years, but still has a chance to uh, to show he can do something. He's one league away from being uh, in the prim where he should have been the whole time. It reminds me of the, I don't know if you ever watched the, the class of 20, the 90, 92. They talk about the, um, uh, something Burke, um, same player. And he always says, um, Raphael Burke, they talk about him, uh, that old coach Eric Harrison. He's the one that I thought that was going to make the first team was Raphael Burke, but he didn't have the same desire like Giggs uh, and uh, all of them had, right? You know, the the discipline. And then even Ralph, they, they bring in Raphael Burke, and he's like, players ask me what, is, what it takes to be a player. And, and he's like, you want to do what Giggsy and, and them, don't do what I did. Don't just rely on my talent because they were talking about gigs and, and, and Neville's and all them. Like, I mean, I guess there's just a fine line between at that level, right? There's just a minute fine line between talent and discipline and and how are you going to get there, right? And that that's basically where he kind of like came along the lines. Don't rely on your talent because talent only gets you so far. And I mean, shit, you've seen you, you've seen it with um, the Last Dance, you know the the Jordan thing, and then Kobe Bryant, you know all these all these people talking about Kobe Bryant and how how disciplined he was in the in in the gym. I mean, that's just that's it, right? So yeah, Ravel Morrison could have been, would have been, should have been, but never was. Alrighty, see, uh, that's kind of a wrap, right? We're uh, it's been a lot. We haven't talked in two weeks, so that's a lot of information. Uh, we have the Euros. Uh, we have the the Rashford thing. Um, hopefully, next time we talk next week, we have a definitive answer on what number Jane Sandro is going to be. We have hopefully we have um, what number Rafael Varane is going to be. And then if we sign somebody, we didn't bring in CDM because I know that's really not, we, you know, sound, sound, has been, you know, we've been talking about that, you know, in the last pod, um, there's been some back and forth between him and, and, and Griezmann, um, Barcelona doing a swap deal, but Declan Rice has always been in there. Um, but it doesn't seem like United are going for a CDM like we should be because they're going for. The, the 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 center back we already signed right the right wing and now right back um so let's see what we happens and then we might have a, a youth signing in another french player i know your favorite team uh camavinga so let's see what happens next uh let's see what happens <laughs> next week but all right guys we'll see y'all thank you all very much for um for listening and uh hopefully you know We'll be back next week. Um, I'll be traveling, so the quality the quality of a of a of a the the podcast might not be there, but you'll have a, me and EC just hitting it up here again. So y'all take care. EC, any words? 
Nope, just uh, enjoy your summers, guys. Uh, enjoy the games. I mean, we're, we're playing. We're back in it. I know it doesn't count, but got a game on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing the young kids get out there and get after it again. So it was good Good having a pod. It's been a little while. Yes, yes. We have a, a lot coming in. Games, preseason. Uh, first game is, what, August 17th, 14th, some shit like that. So it's near upon us, guys. So uh, start you know, start gearing up on Manchester because we're going to have a lot of content coming towards you uh, before the beginning of the season. So hang back and have fun. Lucky Diaz, where you at? CEO entrepreneur born in 1964 Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos CEO entrepreneur born in 1964 Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos, come on Jeffrey, you can do it, pave the way, put your back into it, tell us why.